welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Uh, this week we got a big, we got a big time episode because we're here with the epitome of comedy and wrestling. As I would describe it, this is a guy. You know, when I started this podcast, this podcast, I started this podcast because I was like going to auditions, bumping into a bunch of comedians, and we would sit there and just talk about Raw, talk about SmackDown, break it down, and just be like, we would go on for like an hour. We'd be sitting in this audition room after we already didn't get the part. Sometimes they'd already cast somebody, and we're just sitting there, just shooting the shit about wrestling. I was like, man, we should record that because comedians love wrestling. But my guest on the on, on the podcast today, he is a professional wrestler. He's a superstar with the WWE. He is well. Let's go to some of the, some of the accolades oh, here. God. All right, okay. He is the one-time WWE Tag Champion. Correct. One-time United States champion, five-time Intercontinental champion, two-time World Heavyweight champion, the good belt, the best-looking WWE Call belt. the flare belt. Yeah, the flare belt, the best belt. Um, and most importantly, the 2014 Slammy Award winner for best Twitter handle or social champion. <laughs> How did it feel to win that? Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Dolph yeah. Ziggler, everybody. I, I was holding my breath to see who it was. That is, <laughs> you didn't know it was I, I was that slammy. That that really that Was that the on-air slammy? Did you win that? I, have, I don't remember that. I have no idea. <laughs> I feel you know what I feel like? I feel like Zack Ryder won it and I jumped him from behind. If that's the right thing I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, if not, it was probably a behind the scenes.com app. Hey, cool yeah. Twitter handle. That's like it reminds me of one time, uh, uh, Jared Leto, 30 Seconds to Bars guy, he won a rock award, an MTV award on the red carpet going into the MTV uh, awards. yes. And then he won an Oscar like two minutes later. Yeah, it's anyway. that's the prequel to all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red anyway, carpet. Yeah, hey, welcome welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. This is great. I, uh, do you disclose your location? Yeah. I love UCB. I'm a big fan. I'm a big nerd of comedy, and it's very cool to be doing this here. Yeah, and that's how we met. We met because uh, you're. I'm a UCB uh, heavyweight champion, and uh, <laughs> well, we should go through all my acolytes. Was, yeah, uh, acolytes. Uh, yeah, but Ask how many slammies do you have? Yeah, I have no, I have no slammies. Harold Knight performer, never cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maud Knight, two time, two time, two time Maud Knight performer. I mean, this means nothing to to nobody, but but no, to but, me, actually, you said Askat, which uh, I've been. Trying to get on their stage, have you back and forth? No, we've been playing Twitter DM tag, and every once in a while, it's I think it's a Sunday night or something. I can never ever make it. And, yeah, uh, they've reached out a couple times, and I'm I'm a big fan. So one of these times we're gonna make it happen. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, you're always traveling around. That's probably tough, but you'd be a great monologist for the show. It's uh, uh, we'll, Morrison's we'll, we'll get there. Uh, Hennigan. Uh, oh, yeah. he, he you know what I call him? I say Nitro. No, oh, you call uh, Nitro? Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. funniest thing to me because I'll just always be like, Nitro. They're like, who? Uh, Hennigan. They go, what? Morris. Uh, Johnny. Yeah, they're like, okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mundo. Mo yeah, Mundo. Yeah, he has a lot of names. That's how the kids. Every, I would just, everyone at work has three or four names, if not more than that. If yeah. you, and it depends if you knew him in Ohio Valley Wrestling and FCW right. on the independent scene. It's really funny. Everybody calls everybody a different name. Yeah, and uh, how much, how much, uh, go, how, when you refer to people backstage, most of the time is it kayfabe? Is it most of the time Ziggler? Or is it most? Of uh, I always wondered at first when when I had that name, I go, man, I hate this name so much. But I got so used to I, most people. Some say Dolph, most say Zig, Ziggs. That's usually what it is. And I, uh, I'm I, I'm used to it. You now. hate the name, you say? 
when I first found out about it, yeah. we were very brand new into the reality era. Right. And it was a big deal um, to be, this is, you know, no more um, 70s Memphis-style training. Cause, and that's what I had been training under uh, under Rip Rogers at Ohio Valley Wrestling. To, you know, ch- watch all four sides when someone has an arm. Very old school. Right. And now it became reality. When someone punches you, kind of hold your face fast. And, and it was like this drastic change as I'm four months into training how to wrestle. So I just switched around. But we go, hey, we're going to the reality era. And I got called up. And I find out my name's going to be Dolph Ziggler. And I go... This this seems like it's not real, you know. It seems you like a no, no say in your name. It's a it's a long story. Well, I could I could probably do it. It's uh, I got a. We phone. got all the time. In yeah. the we'll, we'll keep you as long as we can have. Well, I have an Uber running outside. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, just it's an X, so it's fine. You could, yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, the driver. Yeah. I uh, it's. <laughs> Your ex is waiting. Yes, yes. You up? Yeah. yeah, which keeps the meter running. Uber X. That's a great yeah. business idea. The Uber X girlfriend. X, yeah, and it's a really it's a way to get one back. One star your every time. You're cash. like one star. You're like what? The- uh, so, what was I saying? <laughs> one Who cares? star. Um, yeah. So the story so, about the, so the name I Dolph Ziggler. I am um, training. I believe. Yeah, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Yeah, Ohio Valley Wrestling. And I get a phone call. It says, "Hey, uh, we're gonna bring you in Monday. You're gonna start. Uh, your name's gonna be David Diggler. You're gonna do something." I go. He goes, hey, are you cool with that? Are you excited? I go, it's some writer that I have no idea who it was. And I go, absolutely not. I go, is there any way David Diggler? I can change this name? Was it supposed to be a Dirk Diggler kind of a knockoff? I honestly have no idea. Uh, so All he goes, right. you're going to be David Diggler. And I go, can I please give you some feedback? And yeah, I got names. I've been working on stuff. It's been, I've been waiting to do this for 25 years. And he goes, well, we're going to this meeting. You got a couple minutes. If you can come up with some other stuff, it has to be same letter. You know, first and last name start. And right. I go, yeah, how about Nick Nemeth? That's a great one. And uh, they go, we can't use a real name. I go, yeah. all right, cool. Because so, then, because then you'll you'll have to be fair. I own yourself. Uh, yeah, they won't own the property, which is a simple business move they've done for thirty five years. It's just fine. So I go, okay, great, I'm on it. He goes, you got about fifteen minutes. We're going back into a meeting. So I mass text everybody in my phone and go, please give me some names. Here's the deal. I got a ten minute window, and they send everything through. And uh, my dad's name is Don, so I pitched. Yeah. Don, I pitched, uh, and I go, oh, Dolph Lundgren. I, I always root for him in Rocky IV. Yeah. You know, why not? I throw that on there. So, Wait, you root for him in Rocky IV? I'm just kidding. But I, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I had to come along with something. I was like, oh, I like him because I went as him but for Halloween like a him. couple different times. I used to have the high flat top. And, yeah. you know, so I was, I was like, oh, that's cool. So I pitched 50 different names. I get there, and the name is uh, David Ziegler, I think. And I go, what? So I go, um, why so, David? That's such like a I regular honest, guy. I honestly thing. have no idea what yeah. the deal is. So I, I don't know at this time. I don't know the producers and agents that I do now. So they're all backstage. I think it was IRS or somebody. And I go, hey, uh, is there any way I can see yeah. somebody about changing this? He goes, ah, it's you know, it's, it's the rest of your life. You know, go talk to Vince. So I found Vince. I go, Vince, I love it. Thanks for the opportunity. This is so great. I, I can't wait to, to start, and uh, I know we're doing the reality area. Is there any chance I can have a little wiggle room on this name? Maybe make it something just sounds real, no matter what it is. And he goes, nope, it's Dolph, it's Ziggler. They're going to remember it. That's it. So you approached Dolph. Vince? Yeah, I, had, so, I, I found him that day. I, and I is had that him. a big deal? Absolutely. At that point, is that is that? It's a big deal every day, but at that point, yes, I was scared to death. I was starting that day. I hadn't seen him, right. you know, except six years. But you felt so strong years earlier. I, I go, you have, once in a while, you have to go. Here's my case. This could be the, my name for the rest of my life, which it turned out to be. Yeah. And um, he was right. It stood out, and he goes, and they burned it into the ground with me saying it every week, and I, I got the whole thing. It all worked out. But also, I feel like because of my size, it was probably like, ah, this guy will be around for a little bit. He'll, 
someone can beat him when they're before they go beat somebody on superstars or something. Like I, right. I feel like it wasn't like a long term plan, but he definitely it, it, he was behind it and like watching those scenes of me shaking hands and saying my name and it got into people's head. Hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler. Was like I forgot that I did that for three months, but everybody remembers it when they see me. Yeah, and how do you, how do you, uh, I I love the name. How do you feel about the name Dolph Ziggler? In when we get into this reality era, and you have guys like Daniel Bryan, even those names like Brian Danielson or yeah. whatever, but you know Randy Orton. I like calling him Daniel Bryanson. That makes my day. Daniel Bryanson. Yeah, I, I I can't even remember what is real. What is, yeah. what is that? I only know because of Instagram. Because uh, he got to follow all the wrestlers. He got to. Uh, is he like on a beat farm the whole time. Like how do you follow that? <laughs> yeah, he's always like uh, you know like. I don't know, cultivating S- rub- sewing rubar, a yeah, sweater yeah. while he's wearing it or something. <laughs> I don't relate to anything in his personal yeah, life. In ring, in great ring, guy. Yeah, I love him. Great guy. Yeah. Out of the ring, vegan. Uh, see you later. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but when other guys, I always think about that. Like when you somebody guy a wrestler goes by their real name, how, uh, how do you think that affects it? Did that does that scare you? Like either like I'm gonna go by a fa- I'm gonna go by an, an alias that could never be my real name. Like it's uh, yeah, a complete it's, show name. Yeah, it's it's weird, but also like if you follow show business for you know yeah. hundreds of years, some people have the craziest names, and you know some people end up changing their name or becoming known as a character or something. So I, right. I get but it. But if a guy is like, if you look at some of the guys who are the most over, and you look, it's like Steve. You go, oh, it's he's Steve Austin. Right. He's Shawn Michaels, and most of them go by their perceived real name this is a great this is a great thing so yeah. uh, i wanted you to bring some real questions i mean the yeah. first thing that popped to my head was edge rock and, yes. and you go those are guys way up there too and right. they, those are absolutely not regular people names those are totally. names of american gladiators yeah but I, you can have it but also i i get that the, uh, when it was reality era and i was fighting for this i go i wanted something that now I could use down the road. I wanted to be not taken as a joke. I kind of saw it that way at right. first, but you know, I just would wonder if I was a wrestler, like, would I be? What I would be? Oh man, these decisions stick with you. You know, right. oh, am I a character? Am I myself? Will this make a ceiling for me about like where right. I can where I can uh, rise to? But then there are guys like Rock, and there are right. guys like Edge. But you get worried about being like. Doink the clown, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know, you know what or I, mean? I, like or I said, IRS. You th- every time you come in, you think it's your, it's it. When when I was the caddy for three months and yeah. they stopped doing it, I assumed I didn't know anything about the business. I assumed I was fired and that was my shot. Right. So they go, hey, you're a cheerleader and your name's gonna be Nikki. I go, how the hell am I ever gonna get out of this? And I go, after a year run, we were done. I go, okay, now we get fired. I guess this is it. I don't know. And they get called up again and then have to fight off the Nikki chance for about two years. Yeah, but it was no big deal. So it's amazing that the Spirit Squad, let's get into the Spirit Squad. Let's get into it. So the Spirit, I have my relationship with Spirit Squad. Let's make this about me. Uh, is uh, I, I got DVR around like 05, 06. Which that's is pretty early, right? Or is that um, late? I think it's what like. What is it now? 16, 17? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a long time ago. I don't think I had it then. It, I was in college. And I, and I, and I. Like, college we, with DVR? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm rich. Yeah. But, um, Perrier, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it might be my gimmick. You don't know. Nice. Uh, but, like, I, <laughs> I got it. And then I was like, you know what? I didn't even, I got DVR. I was like, oh, this is an amazing feature. What should I DVR? And I was like, oh, I'll start DVRing raw. Oh, that's cool. And then because of that, the, because of being, I think this got me back big time back into wrestling is the ability to fast forward. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. As a fan, like you're watching something, you're like, I don't have time for this, or I don't... Yeah, now now we live in the age of fast forward. Of course. And it has made wrestling so great. (laughs) 
<laughs> None of your stuff. But with no, the amount of course, content. But it's that, that happens. Like some, but say you're not you. Someone else is like, oh, Spirit Squad again. Fast forward. Oh, cool. Here comes Edge. Like I, That's such a handy thing. So you're not stuck sitting there for three hours totally. if you don't like it. Hopefully you don't have a Nielsen box. But I mean, I appreciate it either way. No, no, no. I don't have a Nielsen box. I'm off you the grid. You had a when no uh, one else did. I mean. Yeah. No, but my point is that I, that's when I came back. And the Spirit Squad, I feel like they looked as like a joke now. You know, when people now, in, in yeah, hindsight. But- but to me, I thought they were great. I, th- I loved it, honestly. Yeah. As much as I hated it for the two years afterwards while half a crowd would chant Nikki, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm serious now. It's okay. Yeah. But when I found out about it, I was heartbroken that that's what we were doing. But as we got on into it, I go, first day, the entire crowd's booing. We haven't said a word yet. I go, oh, this could be special. Real heel heat. Actual, genuine, like almost like that fake hatred they had for Vicky Guerrero was like, we hate these guys so much. And I go, oh, this is going to be awesome. Cut to six months later, and it's every night we're working Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, Ric Flair, any combination of those two on the weekends. Totally. It was the greatest learning fun time. Well, All the legends and stuff. Totally. And it was just it, that, like, if you can get past it, which I was crushed at first, you go, wow, I'm in the ring five nights a week with the best wrestlers that have ever been around ever. And I, and you're going to look back at this and say, like, whatever you want. And we kind of treated it as a joke when those guys came back. But we also had them beat me down pretty good, too. So we talk about it in a joke. But, like, man, we had a year run where we were on five segments of Raw every week and on everything. And oh, yeah. Kenny had a title we, shot. We beat right. Uh, I, I, he I beat Ric Flair. That. Yeah. He beat Ric Flair. You yeah. all went one-on-one against Ric Flair, I think. Did you, I, you had a one-on-one? No, I have no idea. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's a, it's a haze for me, too. A lot of content. Lot, but I have so many questions. So, yeah, yeah. You, you get put in this in this, in this this gimmick. It's perceived like a goofy gimmick. But, I mean, any start in the ring is a start. Right. You know? Um, but you're right away working with, like, Shawn Michaels. It's unreal. It's and, unreal. And I, I the only thing I wish now was... Um, Either now I could get in the ring with those guys, and even a, like a couple months ago or last year, I got in a ring with Triple H, and it was pretty cool. We had like a fun yeah. Raw match, and it was I almost like remembered his comeback from the old days, so it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, but, I uh, remember that well. I, the, actually, I, 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 yeah, I did not dig that whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> in your defense, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's like, I wish I had been a little bit better, and I was a crazy nerdy student and practicing twice a day when I wasn't there and getting in the ring and listening to everything those guys said and then putting it to use. And I was going to the shows an hour before regular people, before our guys were supposed to be there and just doing matches with Mitch and just working and calling matches, trying to get awesome because at that time I was, I was a, you know, six months a year in. Right. How old are you when the Spirit Squad started? You were like 20, (sighs) 22. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, because I guess you were done with college already. Yeah, uh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Twenty-five, maybe. I don't but know. okay, so the Spirit Squad. When you were there, Kenny was the star of the Spirit Squad, and it, it was like an understood thing. Uh, Kenny was, and, and, and in no bad, like n- nothing bad. Like I really liked Kenny a lot. He was awesome, and at nineteen uh, in OVW, he was showing, he was teaching me behind the scenes things that I wouldn't learn for ten years later down the road because he had been, um, who's the great um, in Boston as a teacher trainer? Yes. I don't know. Kowalski. Sasha Banks? Killer Kowalski. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it was one of those two. So he was, I, I I don't know if he got under a Kowalski or all, but he was at that school at like this crazy young age. He was on Raw. He's a prodigy. At seven, and he was so good, and he knew the behind, he knew a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you shouldn't know yet, and he was passing it on to me. So I loved that. We were all buddies. We are all having fun, but it was an understood thing like, oh, who's getting pinned tonight? Well, no, 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 not Kenny. Any one of you four. So it was an understood thing that we were building him slowly on the side. To protect him, yeah. which is completely fine, because that's you know that's the point of doing things sometimes. So totally, that was the business aspect of it. But I feel like 
it to me, I watched it and I was like, this guy Kenny is good. He's going to be a big breakout yeah. star. And I, truthfully, I didn't really remember you. No, yeah, you know? no, nor should you. And my the worst thing anyone can tell me was, I've been your fan since you were in the Spirit Squad. I knew you were great. And I go, no, I thought you were straight up jabroni. I then. would tag in, rake eyes, and put on a chin lock and tag out. Yeah. So there's no way you loved me in the Spirit Squad. So no. if you go, man, I don't really remember you. That's more like it. Right. So do you think that? Do you think that? The fact that Kenny was the guy was the guy yeah. that helped drive you to prove uh, prove them wrong. Not really, but th- when I like I said those two different times where I thought I was going to be fired after I we you know I, was, I did the caddy. Right, you I did, did the caddy, and then you so went back to OVW. I, I did the spirit squad, and we went back. And he goes, "Okay, now you guys, one way or another, you're going to get a chance." And I said, "When I go back and I get called up." I will give them every reason that they need me on that roster one way or another. So that's when, and by the way, for two years, I had been doing two-a-days. Uh, we weren't even supposed to be going to Rip Rogers' practice anymore if you were under contract, but I was still going because I was trying to get two years into six months of learning. And I said, I will give them every reason to be begging to bring me up. So right. that was that was what was driving me, not the, the Kenny stuff. But And you already were pushed, even though you were the Spirit Squad, you were already pushed pretty fast, right? Uh, like what do you mean? Not push like our group? No, I mean you. Like you were really young and you mm. you didn't do any indie wrestling, right? That's what you're getting at. That's, That's what I'm kind of saying. Like, uh, but, yeah, no, I did at that age. I did none. Like Kenny had, started, he was a little bit younger, right, right? He started a couple years before then. At 19, he was good to go. Yeah, so I was trying, like, I was trying to catch up because I knew so many people had been training for years and stuff like that. So right. yeah, I had no independent wrestling, nothing. The reality is that you're uh, you're actually still really young. But Theoretically, you feel yeah, yeah. I relate to that when I started, like when I started doing improv. I started after college, and like right after college. But there were guys in my classes who were in high school. They right, were in right. high school. Yeah, that's crazy. And man. I was just like, oh man, I completely fucked up. Like <laughs> I should have been doing this. What? What did I go? Why did I go yeah, to college? Why did I go to college? And then I look at some of those guys now, and I feel bad for those guys. Right, exactly. It was like they didn't experience. You know, you probably your experiences wrestling at Kent State and stuff that probably. Well, I mean, that shape you. That's the reason I got hired. But, right. Uh, yeah. The whole reason to go there, and I mean, believe it or not, in in high school, going to college, everyone was like, oh, I wanted. We had a guy at a—I went to a really awesome uh, high school uh, that were national champions in high school two years of the four years right. I was there. And two guys went into UFC, and two guys, uh, several guys coach Big Ten now, and we had an Olympian and these national champions. Oh, and my goal was to go, I want to break some records in college and be good, so when they Google me, they'll want me to get a tryout for WWE. So that was the whole point. Yeah, well, my high school, we had like uh, 40 accountants uh, <laughs> in Long Island. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, all right, so— so you're wrestling in the Spirit Squad, and you wrestle with Shawn Michaels, and that makes me think about Shawn Michaels. Would you say he's your biggest influence, Shawn Michaels, uh, or is that too leading of a question? No, no, no. Uh, you know what? Because Gro- the growing up, Shawn Michaels and you, yeah, is I, constant, I, which is fine. And uh, and it's I was trying to figure out some kind of map where it's like, yeah, but you do his move with super kick. I go watch the rest of the show. Everyone does one, if not a couple. And I go, but I get it, man. I I. Uh, um, we're similar in build. We have long hair and wear pants. Right. And get our asses kicked yeah. 99% of the time. Dudes. Yeah, a couple, you know, super hot dudes. <laughs> but get it beat up all the time. But also, I'm sure he busted his ass figuring out how to make selling real. And I've also devoted my life to making my selling more real than everyone else's. So I get, I get those comparisons. But honestly, as a kid growing up, I wasn't a crazy nerdy fan, right. so I, I mean, I liked Flair, I liked Mr. Perfect, I liked Rude, 
uh, a bunch of old time guys. Even Mr. Ass for a while I was a huge fan of. Like, yeah, well, and that was famous. Yeah, of course. So I was like, I loved all those guys. And then as I got to becoming, uh, once I started figuring out the business, like being hired and going, this is the guy. Okay, why is he doing this? Okay, I need to do it at that point too. So does the do, do, so I asked my listeners. I said, "Hey, what are questions you want me to ask Ziggler?" And there were a bunch of people being like, "Hey, uh, making the comparison of yeah. Shawn Michaels." And I've say heard that it, before. Say it as mean as you. I'm going to say it. it. I'm going to say good. It. We're we're saying that like you're too much like Shawn Michaels. Gotcha. Um, and it came up maybe three times in people writing it. Does that and that's a lot of questions for your listeners, right? For, for my listeners, yeah. yeah. There's about six out there, yeah. so it was half. Oh, it was that's, a 50%. Yeah, that's, uh, it's USA Today pie chart. That's yeah. half of it, yeah. Uh, one question was, what's your go-to Chipotle order? Let's just get that out Let's there get quick. The, 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 Let's the, get that uh, out there quick. I, uh, I'm trying to go easy on steak for a little bit, so okay. I'm trying to watch the red meat. And uh, so, I, you know, chicken, <laughs> uh, brown rice because yeah. it'd be healthy, you know, black beans. Uh, if I had a great weekend or did something special or killed it at a pay-per-view, a zigzag, I'll allow myself to get uh, guacamole. Otherwise, no, no. Really? Problem. Yeah, that is only a special treat if I deserved it for the week. That's like when you did the zigzag from the end of days with AJ Styles. Was Let's that good that, enough? Let's say that that would have been a day to been okay with it. Yeah. Okay, that, great. That, that, you that recognize Wednesday. that that was a great spot. Now let's yeah. go into criticizing you. There so we people go. say you're too much like Heartbreak Kid. Yes. Does that bother you? Do you think that's true? And then I'll give you my opinion. Uh, a little bit. It bothers me. Yes, I understand that. I uh, I understand the comparisons completely. Uh, but also, I, I understand that my brain works because of how much uh, I absorb the business and how much of a great student I am. That we both happen to be really good at wrestling and look similar. I yeah. think that's the huge part. And one of the favorite things that I have ever done was. Everyone, most of our matches, if you could look up and down our cards, like on a live event, there'll be 20 super kicks, but everybody was always afraid to do the stomp like Sean did. Yeah. So one live event, I, I snuck it in there just to see, real slow, just to see everyone start booing me. I was a good guy at the time. It was great. And uh, so one or two times over the course of a couple months, I did it to where I was at work and one of the agents behind the scenes was like, hey, man, why don't you do the stomp in the corner? And I go, oh, they're going to hate it. It's yeah. going to be great. I go, great. We'll stick it to them. And now it's become a, you know, a way of just it's so fun for me to do that because no matter who's booing you or cheering you, it, it becomes the, they switch roles. The other half start cheering because they're seeing it, and the other half are booing you because you're not the guy that retired. And if you want to look back at everyone who's done everything, why does anyone do a DDT? Are they stealing Jake the Snake's move? Why, yeah. you know, Like everybody's – Kind of different, you know. Dean Ambrose is in jeans and it looks like he sl- he slept in a cab that he drove in. Is he copying McFoley and doing yeah. a DDT? Like nobody makes that comparison because we all took a bunch of stuff from awesome old time guys and we're great at our jobs. If we weren't, we wouldn't be doing it. Totally. Um, stick uh, it to uh, me. Uh, uh, Come on, uh, no, you got I'm not better. Stick- I'm not sticking it to you. I think that that's fair. I think uh, people sometimes um, when I was coming up, they would compare me. It was literally in my notes. Dangerfield. It, no, not I've gotten the Dangerfield also, but I, I would a little get bit a, of a Dangerfield vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're neurotic in that way, and I demand respect. But I, I would say, <laughs> you do uh, demand respect. Well, I demand and command respect. But I, <laughs> I, I would say that uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, like people would always compare me to that in the way I perform. He was like eight years older. He like was eight a, years old and like more child. Jewish. Yeah. Uh, he is Jewish. Um, <laughs> but I think in the way that I come off like an Italian performer, even though I'm like in inside like a, a Jew, or I don't know. <laughs> 
it, it was. I in, don't, don't totally get the reference, but I. That's fine. It's your yeah. first time meeting one of us. Yeah. Um, shalom. <laughs> but uh, I, I would say that uh, no, you you met uh, Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Barry Horowitz in the back. No. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Goldberg. Yes, though. Yeah. 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 Um, so and Cole Cabana, you met him. He's Jew. Yes. Um, um, Is this gonna turn into like your Adam Sandler song? I'm just, yeah, pretty yeah, soon yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put on your yeah, no, wrestling tell. boots. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I need to work on that. Can we cut that out? No, I can't. So, um, I was saying they would compare me to Andrew Jackson. It was multiple of my notes, and I remember that bothering me at first. But then I was like, thought about it, and I was like, yeah, that guy's like one of my fucking heroes. Right. See you know what I mean? I grew up in a house. Of my dad doing the nursery rhymes like right, right, over right, and yeah. over, and I was like, "Yeah, you can't help but not be influenced," and that's a testament to them. Um, I so- see that both ways, though. To where it's like, if you, if I woke up and go, "Man, Shawn Michaels is so good at his job, I'm gonna be him right now," and then you transform into him, it's like, ah, that's yeah. you're now a second Shawn Michaels. But if you do it your way, you're like, "I love doing this. I love that my psychology is better here. I love that I sell better than anyone else." I that just a lot of if you look down a sheet, a lot of those things add up to where I'm doing me. Like there's no way Shawn Michaels had the losing percentage that I did. Yeah. And there's no way in hell, you know, he, even as a rocker or anything, he was coming off of being, you know, a cheerleader or losing 99% of his matches. That it was like you still believed that he had a chance. And I like that I can be so good that you think and one day you're like, ugh, is Baron gonna beat him in 90 seconds so he can move on? And then the next week you'd be like, I think he's going to beat AJ for the title. That, that is, nobody else can do that. No matter how I, <laughs> I would love to look at my win percentage compared to anyone else who <laughs> would randomly have a world title match. And once in a while, it's not that great. Like the the fans will sometimes give up on you here and there, but it's it's such a special thing to be be able to be help someone out, pass a torch one week, and they go, "Oh, you're done." To a week later, like, man, I think I think he's going to get him. That and is no, I don't know anyone who can do that. That is a, that is a crown. That is that is that is interesting, uh, and it's completely true. I mean, you had a title match at SummerSlam, right? Right, and then heading into WrestleMania seems like almost right now they have nothing for you. Uh, yeah, who knows? You know, I mean, you 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 probably know as much as I do, honestly. But, yeah, sadly, uh, sadly, yes. It seems to be um, what I'm understanding of this business. No, but I think the comparison is definitely fair. I definitely think if you look at you and you would say. If I had to compare it to a wrestler, it would be Shawn Michaels. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that my friend describes your gimmick yeah. as he, um, I think I wrote it here. Uh, this is my friend Arlen, to give him credit. Nice. He says, um, Z- Ziggler's gimmick is that he's a professional wrestler. <laughs> okay? okay. Now, uh, 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 <laughs> now it sounds ridiculous. Right. But how does it? Well, how does that hit you? First of all, I don't know. I, sense? I think like, oh, I get it, or also I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Well, because it feels like it's like, oh, you dress, you look like a wrestler. When I think. What's a wrestler look like? Okay, I think okay, of I the wrestlers that. of my childhood, and I think about the way that they, uh, this the the way they carry themselves, like ravishing Rick Rude, right, yeah. uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, Rick Martel, like that that vibe, right? That I think, yeah, yeah it's okay, kind of that. lost because yeah. if you look at guys like Reigns, you look at guys like Ambrose, right. they're trying to not be wrestlers, right? Which which is. I mean, right now it's kind of in half the time, right. so it's you got to go with whatever you go with. Like, I, yeah, like I, I thought it was the funniest thing. Like, we have uh, up until a couple of days ago, you know, world champs that wore t-shirts and jeans, 
that yeah. they fought in or basketball shorts and you go, whoa, what? this is crazy. But you go, okay, cool. Now we have a diversified roster. It's not the old guys in black tights with long hair that are wrestling. You know what I mean? So it's different. And real quick, another thing is someone's like, uh, when they're doing the Shawn Michaels comparison, they're like, well, you wear pants now. Maybe if you just wore trunks, it wouldn't be the same. Or maybe if you cut your hair short and dyed it black. You go, hey, man, we did that already. People still pretended that I was trying to be Shawn Michaels. So yeah. it. Well, you've looked like that. If Yeah, <laughs> it's like crazy. So whatever it is, like I really, my, my, my inspiration for most of my cool gear is Motley Crue or, yeah. or Vince Neil Vince on his Neil. own in his gear. And hilariously, a lot of his stuff looks very Shawn Michaels-esque from like WrestleMania. But I think that hits but I on think my point. he did it first, which is really funny. I'm saying that when you say he like a pro wrestler, I think yeah. about the I think about the early nineties when I'm watching yeah, wrestling. Right, yeah, and yeah. where it's like that's that's wrestling in its I don't know, in my head, like yeah. as a well, you know, uh, like a, a dude in his uh, early thirties, uh, you know, uh an older millennial, if you will. <laughs> nice. uh, uh I my when I think about the golden age of wrestling, to me, that is the nineties. And funny. that's where I'm like, you have that nineties late 80s vibe uh, and yeah, that's where absolutely. Shawn michael's prime is right so, so well that, i don't know his prime no. is arguable but right um so i think that's what that compares absolutely is. And, that, and that totally makes sense i get it so. yeah totally all right um so uh let me ask you i'm gonna ask you a, 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 a bold um almost an existential question do you have to pee now no i was gonna okay. say stick it to me don't half-ass it no, no no so if your career ended today yes how would you feel about it uh it, it's so weird because Around this time, uh, this is going to be a very existential answer. So around this time every year, everyone goes, oh, you don't have a WrestleMania match. You've been here 13 years. You've never had a singles match. Does that bother you? 1% around this time when everyone brings it up? Sure. Um, but I, as much as I'm a diehard fan and love the business, I'm not a mark for championships and moments and things because I've had a lot of cool moments. But I'm not like, oh, you know, if I don't get the WrestleMania main event one of these days, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Or yeah. if I don't get this singles match, it really changes everything. It's like being paid to do this awesome job that I love. And no matter what the situation is online or in the crowd, behind the scenes, knowing that my bosses know what they have in me, that's that's the cool part. So yeah. I, if they go in the Hall of Fame, they're like, he did this and did this. Like, man, I, I was here doing an awesome job no matter what it was. I think a lot of us, I think... I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that if your career ended today, we would feel frustrated for you. Yeah, which makes sense. I get that. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that the, your level of ability, again, you know, you say stick it to me, stick it to me. Yeah. Problem is that I'm a fan. Right. You know, I'm a friend and a fan. I, I think that you're, you have, like, you say, and you know it, you say, I sell better than anybody. The matches you put on, I'm, a, you know, um, when you know Ziggler is in a, is, is in the match. You don't worry about. The, you don't worry that it's going to be a good match. You know it's going to be a good match. Right. Which is if I hear a blessing AJ, and a curse, though. So you go, well, yeah, it's going to be a good match, but we know he's not winning. Also, yeah. But somehow you get wrapped up into the story enough, and you're jumping at false finishes. Then not only did I do my job, I'm coming from underground to come out and do my job. Yeah. And the harder it is for me, the more of a challenge I take it as. But it's, I, I know, I it's going to be a great match. But it's, it's there has to be more. So here's the question. Yeah. Why don't you win? <laughs> you know, in college, I won all the time. <laughs> That's what got me my job. You said ask the hard question. And I'm saying, why don't you win? I, Do you know something we don't know? Are you an asshole behind stage? Absolutely. Are you, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. But um, always fighting for, 
you know, the right side of the business or fighting for my opponent to win right. a match or fighting for a point to have something make sense. But, but I mean, that just comes with being around for so long and always wanting to have the best. But uh, why don't I, I – because no matter what the situation or who you are, sometimes, sometimes you're not picked to be one of the guys that wins. Right. And that's sad. And every once in a while you go – yeah, but I'm going to get him back right here. And you get it, and you kill it, and you get a standing ovation, and the next day you're not on the show, you come back down a notch and go, damn it, what can I do? But you try to take it out of your head and go, maybe one of these times it's going to happen. And the fans, for seven or eight years, kept getting their hopes up and then getting burned. Yeah. So I understood that. I go, what can, what can I tell you? What do, you want me, do you want me to walk away and not see if that chance ever comes up? Or keep plugging along, and one of these days they go, damn it, we got to do it. And it might happen. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. I just know that some people, um, I, I, I'm one of those ring generals that is, if something goes wrong, I tell the boss that I screwed it up because I was calling the match, or I'm calling it for all four people in the ring and talking to the ref. I create the things and the stories, and I'm responsible for it, and I'm trusted with that role because of how good I am. You what? It's not a real fight? Yeah. No, no. I mean, sometimes it is. Oh yeah. Okay. And so you right. But so you're saying you're very. You're saying that backstage you're you're vocal. Yeah, and maybe could come off as arrogant. Well, yeah, that, but but everyone kind of gets. Bossy. Everyone kind of gets it though. Everyone gets like you've earned that. Yeah, and it's being being a jerk is one thing, but going I'm fighting for this damn thing to make sense, and you want it, even if you're not the third most important thing of this SmackDown. But I have a 90-second thing with Apollo Crews, and I want it to be the best thing it can be because we're introducing this new guy, and I want everyone to know a little bit more about him other than he's going to be in this match for 90 seconds. Yeah. And so when you fight and fight and fight, and sometimes you got to pick your battles, after 10 years, you stop picking your battles and go, no, this I want this to be good. Okay, so two questions. One question is, uh, is can you think of one moment backstage? <laughs> <laughs> can you think of one moment where you go like, oh, I fucked... Man, did I fuck up my career going forward? Did I burn some goodwill with oh. Vince, or did I? Ooh, did I just pee on Triple H's shoe? It's a lot of defecating and yes. peeing on stuff backstage. Not at so much. Yeah. Is but... there anything like that that, like, maybe even in the moment? I know that's something happening in my life. In my life, I realize, oh, like, I go, oh, that wasn't a big deal, and then I realize uh, a year later, I go, oh, fuck. To them, that was a big to deal. To them, that was a big deal. It wasn't deal, a big deal. Yeah. Do you have anything like that, or um, um, I, should I move on? Th there's a hand. There's two or three that I really think. Uh, I, I can't tell right now, but I'm pretty sure th they're a part of it, but it was also there, but there's also good ones in that scenario kind of that I can't tell that I said um, I don't know this, the uh, the ideas of it, but it was uh, Kofi and myself and we're crushing this fun match for no reason, this two segment match on raw and we One are of the not IC matches around that run. Maybe not even a title yeah, involved. Yeah. We're very unimportant on the show, but they wanted this cool match and we're killing it and we had this electric crowd with us. And uh, they're like, oh, you know, you're done. Go home, go home, go home. And I go, man, we got a couple things left. These guys are gonna come out of their seats. And in that scenario, went minute and a half, two minutes over our time, which is a huge amount For of TV, time. For TV, that's big. Huge, and we are not an important part of the show. And I'm really good at knowing, oh, this is not an important thing, or this is huge, and we need to get to it. 
And uh, a couple times my judgment was like, screw it, we're finishing this. And I came back and I, I said, that was my call. I did it. We went through and they, you heard them. They, and in the old days, you used to hear that, ask for forgiveness. You know, when they hear that crowd, they'll, they'll let you down. And a couple times, whether you're important or you're the not so important match that day, and you kill it, it's not the 80s or 90s anymore. They're mad about the time. They're mad about someone else. And, and rightfully so. Okay. So sometimes answer, I, I I'm say, hearing yes. screw it, we're doing this. <laughs> and I, I have... And I used to rack my brain wondering what it was, but I I think there's a time or two in there that I'll tell at some other point. Okay. Um, Well, will you do it here? Absolutely. The exclusive will be here. Okay, okay. When the book comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's hit on that. Because, all right, Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, you know him? I've I've heard of him. He's he's this guy. So um, he, he yeah he gave his finisher to the president. Um, yeah, that, that's that's where I know yeah, him yeah, from yeah, the Oval he, Office yeah, picture. He gave his finisher to the president. Yes. Um. Uh. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin is always. I he kind of look. This sucks because he's literally. I'm wearing an Austin 316 hat right now. I have a hat that right here that yeah. I bought. You, I showed it to my world champion yep. vintage hat. Biggest don't. I mean, you know, I love Stone Cold. I was a huge, huge fan when I was in high school and college. Huge Stone Cold fan. Yeah, amazing. But I think something he does that I don't, he he always talks about grabbing for the brass ring. And he talks about how the guys now don't do it. A lot of the wrestlers. Now, you might disagree with me. I'm not in the back there. I'm just a comedian. Oh, no, I was going to probably disagree with Steve. I would rather do it on his podcast, but continue with the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a bigger podcast. (laughs) Feel free to repeat any of this on on his podcast. Uh, shout out. Or uh, uh, Stone Cold, I know you live in L.A. Feel free to come in here, kick down the door. I would love to, I would take a stunner. And then donate my all my life savings to charity. Um, wow. If I could take a stunner, have you taken a stunner? Sadly, no. Oh. And I was preparing my whole life to take one. You never know, but I have yeah. not. What a bummer! Wow, that is a bummer. Um, you've been so close. A rock yeah. bottom? You taking a rock bottom? No. People's elbow? No. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a fear. Um, okay, so that's I got to mark out for a little bit, and then yeah, I yeah. get back to the real question. Right. So he says he talks about guys. Who do, he's like these guys now? You know they're not care, they're not grabbing the the brass ring, right? They're yeah. not going for it. You should go out there and do that. But then there seems to be every single wrestler goes on podcast and says stuff like you say, where it's like if you do that, you are kicked out of the business. And I think <laughs> about my friends who are on SNL and stuff. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I have so many friends that that was like that was hot shot. pretty tacky. Uh, but no, uh, if no, you're no. gonna if you're gonna play it right here and have it make sense, I'm go saying ahead. that. Yeah. I, I, listen, I've been rejected by SNL three times. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Four times a charm, is that yeah, what they yeah, say? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm saying, <clears throat> like, I know, like, that show, you know, Lord Michaels is like a Vince kind of Absolutely, uh, yeah. role, where it's like, you don't you don't go off the cue cards, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Damon Wayne's notoriously got, he got fired for, he, he did, he played a cop with a gay voice for no reason, fired right. on the spot. Right. Just for making a choice there, right? Yeah, making a and choice. St- yeah. He did. He stole focus. But I'm saying every wrestler says you can't do that anymore. And then Stone Cold's like, you aren't guys aren't grabbing for it. But I could think of so many moments where you, specifically you, where I'm like, this guy just won the crowd. You've had so many moments that I remember, like the Rock when he when I remember the uh, Rock was in that he was in that triple threat. Um, with Ken Shamrock and Mankind, and then he won. I think he won the IC title in that cage, or uh, around that, or he won the number one contender. I'm forgetting. You've had so many moments where I was like, "Wow, this guy's here!" Like right. Kevin Owens when he beat uh, John, when he beat John Cena. Yeah. I was like, "Kevin wow. Owens has arrived." Right. Unreal. You've arrived 5,000 times. Right. And they choose to stop that momentum. So I think for you, that criticism is completely unfair. Absolutely. You agree? Yes. 100. percent And I'm going to give examples. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
2014. You remember that year? Where were you? I don't know. <laughs> West Hollywood a lot. I don't you know. were here. West Hollywood and Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2014 Survivor Series that you were on T- T- Team Cena. Yep. Do you remember that match? Absolutely. That was, I was like, man, Ziggler is, is back. Yep. In a big way. Did you feel that way? Absolutely. You fucking killed it. You were the last survivor of your team. It was about getting rid of the authority, whatever that means. Uh, because when it came back, John Cena just said, I bring back the authority. There's yeah, no contract yeah. or anything. It was yeah, but it's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, it's okay. I, I get it's that okay. part. It's okay. Well, just one more ounce of uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, you and, and you were there, and you were just selling the shit out of getting beat up and surviving. Popping moves where it's like you look like you're dead, and then you jump up for a zigzag, and then you're dead again. Right, right. I remember it vividly in my head, and then Sting showed up. Um, <laughs> How crazy! Then what is happened that? the next day? What, what, what? Do you remember what happened after that? You I don't remember. I, I don't. But nothing was, happened with was, that. But basically, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> there's two ways to take that. You go, okay, is this is this the the rebirth? Here's my chance again, or is it we got that? You have that moment. Dolph, we have plans for three other guys. We're going to need you to help somebody else out. Right. And then do you go, screw you, I'm out of here? Or, you know, I fight every day. I'm like, hey, maybe we could do this. Maybe we can go here. And if it's not there, there's, I don't want to say there's no brass ring to grab, but you can overstep your bounds. And I wish I had better memory. There's matches where I've done things I wasn't supposed to or went above and beyond to do things to make it that much better. But also at a certain point, um, after if, if they put me in some if they fire me the next week and I just disappear for a couple weeks and come back and then I'm just in some six mans, obviously that's not what hardcore Ziggler fans were hoping for. They're hoping for some right. I, I want to face Cena for the top spot in the company or I want to be the champion. But if that's not in the plans, I like I don't know what else I can do except for come to work, do the best part that I can for my job, and go. Hopefully, there's another time to, to happen. Right. You know, you could be knocking on the door every day saying. Vince, give me one more shot. Let me do it. And sometimes it's a yes, sometimes it's no. But in this case, it's I need you to help this guy out. And you go, okay. Well, that's that, that's that's well and good. I mean, you should do that. That's and uh, that's cool. But it is hear. very much when when you you have to know who's set. Like you had Stone Cold Steve Austin. I look up to him. I, like I said, I hope to be on his podcast and debate a couple things with him one day. And it's because he he has that point of view. Does he say things specific about from you? the nineties? I I don't really listen oh, okay. to podcast. No offense, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I just. Yeah, yeah. But there's specifically things Throwing. from the nineties where they used to be like, "Screw you, I'm going to WCW. Screw you, I quit. Oh right. my god, please come back." And it's like it's not like that anymore. It is an entity of no one is bigger than any. Cena can go away and our ratings will stay the same. So that goes to show you anybody else is not worth the time. So you can't play that game. You can't go. I need the ball right now, and if I don't get it, I'm out of here. Yeah. And but. But then if you don't deliver, cool, you had your chance. You don't have that opportunity. You can bang on the door. You can tell them, give me a shot. Yeah. I've done it a million times, and I feel like they probably all came through with A-plus on doing it. But you can't say, oh, I don't want to lose to this guy. I'm going to leave like he did. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. And you can try, and you can go, how about we do this way? How about we go this way? And if Vince knows you from the Attitude Era and you're still around— he might take your word for it sometimes. You can kind of work with him. A lot of times, I am trusted with a lot of cool stuff, and I can go to him and he'll be like, "That's damn it, do it," and I love it. And uh, but if you're not on the same page, you still have to go with this show. It is not my show. It no, is, it is Raw or SmackDown, and it is the boss's show. And you go, "Damn it, you put me in the spot. I'm gonna make the best thing it can be." Uh, yeah. So, um, 
uh, what was I just gonna say? Uh, you veered off, so they made me think about something different. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, that's okay. But, uh, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay, I'm ready. Let me get Do you ready. ever think about pipe bombing? Do you um, ever? I mean, or do you consider that you have done it? Have you ever no, been? No, uh, I. Without saying too much, there there was an opportunity for something like that to happen, and it didn't happen. Um, so hopefully, there's an opportunity for you know a cool shoot promo kind of thing um, that goes along with my character and makes sense for the show. Uh, maybe it'll happen at some point. There was one that was supposed to happen and it didn't. But that's how the show goes, and it's right. out of your hands sometimes. And uh, so one of these times, I, I think it will happen. And hopefully, I'm not 45 years old when it does. So yeah, I think you. I think you're gonna snap. That's my prediction. I think something's gonna happen. You're gonna get on that mic one time, and uh, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> I think it'll be great because I'm not done. Like I'm a good businessman, also. So yeah, I can. You'll know you've had. I'm your- actually, like I said, I was. I, I pride myself on my selling. I pride myself on doing interviews on social media or going on a radio show and blurring the line so much that you can't tell that I'm telling you to come watch our show. And I live for that. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, Okay. You were talking about um, going to WCW. Let's talk about a little guy named Cody Rhodes. Okay. What do you think about what Cody is up to? And does that interest you for your career at any point? Um, It's always a great option knowing that there's a lot of cool independent wrestling out there. Because I like I don't have those cool ties that some people do before they came here or they have the friends. Right. You know, I have some in Cleveland and I've made friends with extras and different people who have come and gone and that's that's cool to have, and uh, pretty pretty th- uh, pretty good name value I think for myself also. But I, I mean, at some point that could happen and it could it's always an option. That's a great option to have because there is some very cool things to do. And if you have if you wanted to have some dream match with like Kurt Angle or something that you wanted to do and you get to go do that or go to Japan without WWE and see what you can do, it's awesome that all of those options are there. Um, I haven't been looking into them because I mean I it's great to have them. I uh, I want to say about a year and a half, two years ago, I was looking into those options to see. Yeah. What was the best thing for me to do if I should go do something somewhere not else? During the Miz No Mercy match before that, uh, that's before, not a year and a half ago. That's like yeah, five I, months ago, I, right? Yeah, that was, that was I, I was uh, that was real, that was some real stuff there, right? It was very much. I heard so. you on another podcast yeah. say there was some realness, so don't hold back here. No, but uh, <laughs> before that uh, match, um, there was a very real of like I don't I don't think I'm going to stay. I think I need to go away and. Um, I ended up staying. I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. Um, the team player. Okay. And um, But you think that if you... It sounds like what I'm picking up. If you think if you if you left, you don't think you could just hop on the indie scene easily? No, no, no. I, I, I never... Like, a couple of years ago, I didn't see it that way because I didn't have those ties. But I said now oh, because now of how it is. Right. It's almost like having a WCW to go to where you don't have the television time, but you can go anywhere and, like I said... Make good money, be a star, work the top guys, and and be Tokyo there. Tokyo Dome, baby. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, well, I'm just saying, if you that's look a very at exciting option to AJ have. Because Styles. a couple years ago, I don't think that was around for everybody to grab. You know, right? Like, I think <clears throat> Cody will. I think he'll come back. Better He's than so ever. young. I'm sure he will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying. That I'm just curious if you. 
if that excites yeah. you even. But it seems like it's it's in your mind. That's what I'm feeling. It, it, it's been there for uh, for a little while. You know, uh, ups and downs. Like you know, you have good months and years at work, and you have some bad ones, and you go, I got to get out of here and go do this, and but and go make myself a bigger star and go, man, yeah. we, we need you back. And you're like, all right, cool, let's do it. You know. Um, what's your relationship like with Vince? Um, I don't. I, like I said earlier, I I'm, I, I th- feel like he trusts me. I feel like he gives me uh, uh, a lot of slack to do some things, but uh, a lot of things are, I don't want to say helping out young go-getters, but a lot of, you know, six months of every year for me for the last year or two has been helping other people out and teaching them on the weekends and doing some, you know. So going to him and saying, hey, can we do it this way, more and more over the last two, three years, it's becoming a little bit better to where I can uh, – I used to be nervous waiting outside the door, like, oh, I just got to ask him this one question. Is he going to think right. I'm an idiot? You know, is he going to be on board? Or is he going to be like, no, that's so stupid. You don't know. But you get there and you go, events, I, I really have this great way to do this thing. I know we have 90 seconds. I want to make it count. Can we do it this way? And sometimes it's yes and sometimes it's no. But um, it, it's it's gotten a lot better over the last crazy year or two. That hands on. Yeah. It's so crazy. It, it is, but it's it's also. Even with the brand split? Yeah, he's I mean, like I said, I'm not on Raw, so I don't know. But I mean, he's you know, he's it, yeah. it's his show, both of his shows, and he he wants to be a part of it. And a lot of there's been times for years I was like, what the hell is he talking about? This is gonna be the worst. And two months later, oh, that made sense. Right. And you go, damn it, he's he's got to figure it out. So sometimes you can go in there and pitch him everything, and you feel like you got to figure it out. And he says no, and he says no. And sometimes you can go, I feel like we can do it this way. And he goes, hell yeah, I love it. And you go, yeah. You right. feel like you did a pitch meeting and just sold your book. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's pretty cool. Um, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, I do all right. <laughs> you good living? <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, do you need a good need solid portfolio? I got a couple more questions. You, you, okay, you ready for them? Yeah, I don't know if I am. Okay, all right, all right. These are hard hitting or? We'll or, say. Okay, no, no, no. Um, no, I don't think the, the I think I think uh, the cover Chipotle. I, so I think I'm gonna, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm thinking I'm gonna lighten it up a little bit. Well, um, <laughs> uh, um, how do you? Well, actually, one more, one more. This is not tough, but how do you feel about the fact that like a guy like Shane is gonna wrestle at WrestleMania? Um, uh, <laughs> what? Well, you don't have to talk specifically about Shane per se. No, but no, he's I the guess. first guy who popped in my mind. But he's a guy who's <clears> like in my mind last year. Kind of made sense, though. I still rather see a match. You know, if if you announced Undertaker versus Dolph Ziggler, it would be huge. You he's already I mean? booked, like, brother. What's up? I think he's already booked. But no, I get it. Yeah, but also I. But if, but then if you look at it as a as a businessman, I haven't been killing people for six months to go and oh, we want to see him in Taker. You know what I mean? Right. So it's. It's weird to have that, but it's, I mean, God, that'd be, that'd be no. amazing to me. But also say, like, <clears throat> Shane or Undertaker or whatever, like, I, I, I get the, the idea. It's WrestleMania. Like, I've been around for, I don't know, 12 of these. Yeah. And I know the deal coming into it. Sometimes you make it into the mix. Sometimes you're not a part of it. Sometimes you're doing something. And uh, sometimes you're helping somebody else go on to their bigger match. So, right. like, as much as I... It, Three years in was like, oh, these part-timers come in and steal our spots. It's a business, and people are in to see crazy stuff or crazy matches. And maybe half the people want to see Shane do something, and maybe half are like, what the hell is he doing? But he's part of the show. He's It's going to be whatever he does will be crazy and cool. But also, it's, it's WrestleMania. I don't yeah. think one match sells anything. It is the 
being of WrestleMania and people buy their tickets eight months in advance, not knowing hey, I'm what's going, going on. I yeah, see, <laughs> so it's it's always something special or cool, and there's gonna be some weird stuff. But man, I, don't, I feel like it's gonna be like 15 matches. I don't know what the hell's gonna. Would happen. you take that that top of the cell bump that Shane took? Um, yeah. with with the pad, sure. Yeah, one time. I think I would do it also, but also like I said, I'm not an. Not like Mark, it's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I could just go take that bump? <laughs> but I would know, like, oh, it's you and Taker. You guys do 30 minutes. He kills you and choke slams you off the thing, and yeah. you die, and then you go away, and you come back in six months. You go, hell yeah, I'll do that, because it makes sense, and it's awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> comedy. What is your relationship with comedy? You uh, know, just friends. <laughs> with benefits. With benefits. With, with, oh, I'm okay. on this podcast. That's great. Uh, because it's now that's even affected... You know, on on the show, I remember. Uh, oh, they always go back to the best. They thing love is, to rip on you for they being. They rip on me for being a bad comic, but I never get to do my comedy on the show. Yeah. So oh, I don't know where. Yeah, but it's fine. But uh, it doesn't make sense to, when they when they do it. No, of course not. Like, hey, I'm gonna beat you up. Oh yeah, what are you gonna tell me a joke and put me to sleep? Like, no, I don't. I've never told a joke here. No. I don't even say anything. But like, I think hi. Ambrose is like the closest to a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Do you notice that? He yeah. Does, like, actually, he does like stand up. He does like um vaudeville like rules of three jokes right. or something yeah he doesn't yeah like he does a lot of jokes sometimes he tells a joke and then uh, whatever you know getting yeah. really specific but I, I made this quote the other day he made a joke the other day i thought it was really funny um about like yeah a couple things i've learned like you know you never call a woman uh, sturdy or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like but the audience doesn't laugh that hard because no one's prepared for comedy right yeah yeah Do you know what I mean? if they were you would remember when dennis miller came to raw <laughs> yeah. because that was one of my favorite moments ever i don't remember that when did uh, that happen? god i have no idea okay. a long time ago but he came and he was just like dennis miller jokes to where you gotta google a couple references and he's like oh, about this and everyone's just like going what Dennis Miller is all like just he looks up the most complicated adjectives right. he can but find. But also I'm I'm a nerdy political comedy yeah. wannabe, so I'm a huge fan of his. So I was like, oh, that's great. And I go, oh, it's cricket time. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. isn't his crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he's on your channel, your news channel. Yes. We're not going there. All right, uh, big fan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dennis Miller's great. Um, <laughs> he's great. He's great. He um, uh, whatever. This is a total veer. Yeah. So um, with comedy. So the, the comp, uh, you were doing comedy, like you were doing our show, yes. and you know you came in would do shows at UCB, yes. and the, uh, was it true that WWE had a problem with that for at some point? No, but I guarantee there's a story about it. There is because you did our show. People have asked me that before. The next week there was an article <laughs> that said that you, you made you drop the IC title. Come on, man! Because you did an improv show. Okay, so uh, I, I, I knew it was there was something. Um, I got no, not only story. not only is that. Like a hundred and ten percent not true. Like that's not like you. I I there's if I was being punished for something, there's way better things to do it than ruining our show. Yeah. But also, um, I they're very cool with me doing. So I, over the course of the last couple of years, I I kind of just let them know when I'm going to do something, and as long as it's you know on my off days or whatever, they're like that's awesome, cool. Is that in your contract uh, that you could do it's comedy not shows? In my contract, it's in the handshake agreement of hey, for the next couple of years, I'm going to start veering out and doing some other stuff. And they go, awesome. It just makes sure. And I go, I go, just so you know, I will never smear the company or do something that's yeah. wish ill will or do something bad. I go, I'm out here doing comedy. It only makes me a better WWE superstar. Yeah. Plus, I, you know, I like to dabble in a bunch of different things. So, like, they've been more than supportive. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that story up because that's a very, 
I mean, some rumors of my dad would be like, hey, is this true? I'm like, come on, dad. Like, I would have told you that. Like, right. Come on. But did you always like, so you were an athlete, like you were, you know, D1 was, that was D1, right? D1, come on. You're, don't yeah, don't even question I, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was pathetic. Um, um, yeah. Um, yeah, but no, so you were, you were, you know, wrestler, but like, you're also like this comedy nerd. Yes. And did that always, did you, you know, and like guys like me, we do comedy to like, because we're not guys like you. Right. You know what I mean? And right. do you feel like. I, I get to have this psychotic brain that doesn't let me sleep at night. So I still have, I'm still the you inside the me doing the wrestling, if that makes you feel better. That <laughs> does make me feel so, better. And I'm, I'm glad you could tell that I need to be. You know, I yeah. need to be uh, a you hit that emoji control. app. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but oh, I know. Come on, emoji man. app. I'm you, working. You'd be on, sleepless one of these times. Yeah. <laughs> you're Next very bad you at being a meathead. You know what I mean? I'm like you're a meathead meat that's bad at it. I'm. I, I'll, I go. Oh man. So to, to fill you in, because now we've talked about this, is uh, 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 Dolph Ziggler nickname it Nemeth. Brother, Ra- ne- how do you say it? Nemeth. Even Nemeth. though it's E consonant Jesus. E, it should be Nemeth. Yeah, it should be Nemeth, right? But it's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> your brother Ryan Nemeth is—he's my trainer. Yes, and he trains trainer me on- to the D-list stars. <laughs> he, he he trains me on the Moji app, which apparently I've heard people Cena uses, Charlotte uses it, right? A lot he of people uses- use it. I don't yeah. no, but a ton of people people from work and and all, all of his clients. That's a great way to keep in contact and do some stuff. I, I, I feel it. like some people in this room don't use it as much. Yeah, I know. And I got shit. You texted me out of nowhere. <laughs> it was just like, yo, you're not, you're not, you're not keeping up. That's the you're only being thing. Ba- you know, you're not doing your job as a meathead yeah. or something. I think I said another guy who's the most. The most fit guy I know, who's living out my 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 <laughs> fantasy, texts me to fat shame me when I'm not <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not using my app. It was uh, I don't know why I gave you access to that, but uh, anyway. <laughs> but actually, it's awesome uh, to, to show if you're if you're in L.A. or I don't know. I guess you could be anywhere, right? Yeah, with that app, you could be. Ryan. Yeah, and it's 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 cool. He's got a great system going, and what he does is great. He he, he studied it and learned it, and everybody has been word of mouth and like. C and D list celeb friends of mine, and every time like he becomes better friends with them because they're all training all the time and hanging out. So. No, it's awesome. His, his he program workout for me. It's great because I always get sick. Of, well, this is like straight up commercial for him, but yeah. he, you know, he, uh, yeah, he. Um, I get bored of working out, and I just go in and it, he updates it, and I'm like, oh, I got a different workout today. It's awesome. So yeah, so okay, so everybody likes to ask you about a- dating Amy Schumer. Sure, right? It, it always comes up. Since it's so fresh and topical, it's, it's so fresh. But I'm not going to get into yeah. that. But I do want to ask you about just how you felt about the movie, uh, like the Cena part. Did were uh, you up for that part at all? Did you feel like that part was based on you? Can you comment on this? Uh, my comment can be this: um, I believe the first time I saw the script a long time ago, yeah, the character's name was Dolph. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh, but also, the Cena part was like not in the script. That was a like the part that I saw a year and a half before they did it or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, it was like a. I think that's something they came up with. Right. But you never got to audition even for it. Or uh, for it? I feel like I did a reading like on a phone and sent it in or something. But that was. I mean. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. I was like, yeah, it should have been you. It would have been cool. That'd be uh, great. That'd have been really fun. But I. And, and no joke. And uh, I, I have a love hate, hate relationship with Cena and like in, you know behind the scenes stuff like fun stuff. But uh, I it wouldn't be fun like. I don't look like a wrestler sitting here in this hoodie. Yeah. So I don't think that well, translates think. to a movie. So say you're in a movie and you're like, like I just, just from the trailer or something, he's like, 
uh, some giant meathead guy. Like, I don't portray that. I feel like he would embody that so much right. more. You know what I mean? So I look no. like a regular person, you know, just not next to you. No, no, no. Well, I look horrible. But uh, so, Well, that's kind of the point I was making. No, actually, your name did come up. We were, I was talking about the script thing, and then it was like, like hey, you're not good looking enough that. Well, maybe Nick, because it's a good thing if you want to act after it, which we can get into. Is like, when you leave WB, where do you foresee yourself? Do you see yourself getting into acting, getting into stand-up? or uh, A bunch of stuff. So the reason I, I'm constantly either yeah. going to Fox News or Fox yeah. News Business or getting out, it's not just because I, I studied politics in college. It's because I love it. I love talking. I, you know, I'm writing stuff with my brother. We're working on a movie together. Oh, awesome. We're working on a book together. We're we're uh, doing a sketch show Thursday, a uh, Friday night together. So I'm constantly doing a bunch of different things. So I always have a bunch of options available. And at the end of the day, they only make me better at my job. But the cool thing is, one of these days, it'd be nice to transition and be able to come back and for them be one of those guys that oh, it's cool to see Ziggler instead of man, he's still here. Because like, uh, there's something that I think a little bit has. Um, been a blessing and a curse injury wise um i had a concussion and i missed two or three weeks of work yeah and that's it in like 13 years so i don't ever go away yeah and i don't get the yeah he's back uh i went to shoot a movie once and i was gone for five weeks and they went nuts for the day and it was pretty cool yeah so i've never had that disconnect where I, they always know i'm there they always know i'm not hurt they always know there's gonna be something cool but if you see that for eight years in a row you need a break yeah. So at some point, I need to go away and come back. Yeah. Um. I. That's just common sense. Yeah. I think like you're gonna get in a real sweet spot. It's gonna be. It's gonna be cool to watch. Just make sure you get me tickets when it happens. All right. Will this okay. be at an improv show? Is that what you're implying? No, no, not an improv show. In wrestling, you're gonna see. Okay. You're gonna see. Um. Just we don't. We'll just. Just you'll see. All right. All right. Um, I'm on it. All right. Before we end, the, every podcast has has a niche. Okay. My niche yeah. is in pageantry. Okay, and I can't believe it took me to get so long into it. I got so excited because you were like, "Hey, ask me whatever." Right, right. Then right, I got yeah. in, I, I was pushing. I, I got. I was like, "Oh man!" And you kept. I was like, "Oh, I gotta ask him this, this." But I, all right. <laughs> so we talked about how you look like a pro wrestler. What do I? I always text you about your pants. Okay, your wrestling pants. Yeah, do you uh, remember? Oh, no, for a while. It's been a while. Yeah, you used to. I'm sorry. I try not to mark out too hard. Right. <laughs> like I could literally. I'm like, why? A like, times maybe just DM. I'm gonna take the number back. <laughs> One of those things. Yeah. There's a couple times I text you during while I'm watching SmackDown, and I right. go, "That's too marky." I gotta. Uh, no, not that it would bother you. It's just probably other people yeah. do it also. It's probably annoying. It's, it's. I get voicemails from my grandma, and she's usually pretty pissed off. Yeah. Uh, about because if you lose. Yeah. Not about my pants. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually me losing. Yes. What is the creative process of the pants? Who's your pants guy? Uh, pants guy is Rick Michaels, who is very similar to me. He's, in, <clears throat> he's a little bit uh, older, been around the... It's like Shawn Michaels and Rick Rude. <clears throat> right? Rick Michaels I mean, yeah, I was just feels say. like the, the kayfabe name I would give your pants guy. Yeah, right? exactly. Sorry, yeah. Right? And, and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. him. And uh, he's, he's awesome, and he likes the same uh, hair-heavy metal that I like. So I'll find some album cover from 20 years ago, and he'll be like, I'm on it. And I send him the picture, and he starts putting studs on something and sewing something up. And he's always coming up with really cool stuff for me because I'll find an old Tiger Tales album, and you guys won't know who that is, but it's an old 80s metal band or something. And, John Mayer? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, no, sorry. And uh, so I'm into that music, so like hair, hair metal, because they're costumes and the hair and the cool idea of everything. Plus, I love the music. But it's I go, my character is not some heavy metal rock guy. My character is a professional wrestler who's out there to try and win. 
And uh, so I go, well, if I'm just going to be this guy, I might as well start dressing how I would dress if I was on stage singing for in a Motley Crue cover band. Yeah. So I, I would come up with all these random logos, and he would just draw and come up with cool stuff. And it's my favorite thing to do is they get some new pants from him. I get, I, I let, let me tell you, or I get dress. real excited about your pants. Awesome. Um, and it's not just that's separate from knowing you because I'm very into gear. I'm into wrestling gear. I'm into the pageantry. Into all that. And I think like you, are, your pants are. I would say a high percentage of the time, pretty dope, yeah. and you keep it fresh. Yeah, uh, uh, is that I, I get so excited, I'll find some old Judas Priest album cover and go, yeah. "Can we get these for the pay per view?" Yeah, I'm on it. You know? But it's amazing how like as wrestling, I love that we like um, objectify wrestlers. Like it's crazy you're a guy here because I'll have a text with my friend where he'll just be like, "Ziggler's going with the pants," and I'm like, "I love, I think he looks great in the pants." <laughs> and my friend will be like, "I don't know the booty shorts. That's what made him. Yeah, he's got a stick in the booty shorts." It's true, and man. then it's like we forget we're talking about a human being. Right. It's just like a creator wrestler from uh, WrestleMania 2000 or like re Revenge or whatever right. video game we used to play. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, so you have a pants guy. Yeah, he's awesome. And I got gear and jackets and vests. And he also makes the cool gear that I'll get from my Motley Crew crew, which is uh, a young lady and a, and a friend of mine, Brad Attitude, and uh, and Mrs. Brad Attitude. And they will go see Motley Crew or Poison and go together. Yeah. And I'll get the four of us vests that we can all wear there. It's the same guy because he, know, he knows the style. He knows what I like. And uh, it's, about, it's about looking good and doing it and having fun. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so um, here's a couple guys I think are not nailing it with clothing. <laughs> okay. uh, and I want to get see if and you could say no comment. All right. All right. Here's my first question. What's under the vest? Of who? Roman Reigns. What's going on under the vest? Under the vest? I, I don't know. Do you think he should? Do you see him with the, the vest off? Um, <laughs> you can, I, you God, can knock I, this I can't think of it, but. Why does he wear that he's vest? A, he's, a, he's a jack he, dude. He can't be in bad enough shape where it's worth wearing that vest. I. No, I don't think so. Um, I, honestly, I don't know. I I I do the same things when I those guys are first starting. I'm just like, oh, they're wrestling in SWAT gear. Got it. A couple years ago, and then it's like, oh, are they gonna go into some trunks or something? But they all kind of did their own thing. So I, I mean, on one side you see like, why is he wearing that? But also like, why did D'Lo Brown wear that or something? But also on the other side of the coin, you go, oh, that's a cool thing that stands out. It looks like he's wearing a bulletproof jacket. Like I don't know. All right, so you know that. So, I just feel like you want to be heavyweight. Any, I don't have any Triple hatred H toward it. Triple H was in the pants for a long time. He right. said, I want to be heavyweight. What did he do? Yep. Slapped on some leather undies. Yep. And he went heavyweight. A long Doesn't time ago, Chris Jericho told me, a long time ago, because I did like the Mr. Ass biker shorts kind yeah. of look. And he goes, if you look around, this is a long time ago, if you look around, the guys who are on top, top, they're in wrestling trunks. And, you know, they looked the part. I agree. And I go, damn it, you're right. So I started cutting them a little, kind of get that Randy cut that I don't really like. Yeah. But uh, but I got into that for a while. And I, then I said, okay, it's been six years. It's time to try some pants out for a year. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and I, I really like them. So. You can wear pants, though. Pants are fine. Pants, you can still yeah. be big time and wear pants. <laughs> but, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, man, you, you don't know how happy you're making me having this conversation. I feel like the most ridiculous person. The, for Good. me, I'm like, the booty shorts, you're, you're going to get, you it's you're only gonna get to IC le level. You right. gotta either commit to the full pants yeah, or you gotta go full undies. Right. You Goldberg, you go back and look at Goldberg when he, not now. Yeah. Now he's wearing the booty shorts, which is why I have problems with it. But uh, <laughs> I got problems with it. Original but Goldberg was the little the little Randy like, cut. He, it was crazy. Yeah. It was like he was going in the tanning booth. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, but it's like I don't know. I don't know what that is. It sounds super gay, um, but it's just it's a superhero thing. I don't, you know. No, and, and I it's get a that commitment to ridiculousness. There's so many different little pointers in the back of your head that you think of that 
that put p- things in people's mind to where if someone sees you and goes, yeah, that's that's a top guy. But now, 2017, you can be in a T-shirt and jeans, you can be in a T-shirt and basketball shorts, and you're the world champion. So, like, that doesn't play out anymore. Totally. So I get that side of the coin also. Yeah, no. Uh, um, okay. This last question. T- uh, t-shirt. Do you control your own T-shirt design? Staying on this? Uh, it depends. I, I I have very cool, I have crazy ideas, and we have very cool artwork people that do this crazy stuff. And for the last couple years, have been designing me basically '80s album covers that look awesome, but it never gets to the end, and I usually get some kind of compromise of whatever they came up for me. Oh, okay. So you don't have full creative control. Of, Absolutely not. Of merch, no. it is still WWE's. Uh, project, I would say maybe Cena does because he kind of does similar things, so he can probably go. I need this here. They go, yes. His shirts are horrible, but um, his shirts sell, brother. That's they sell. Matter. Yes, I'm a big Cena mark. I think Cena's great, but his, yeah. his, I, I, he only had one shirt I ever liked, and, and he's had the most merch of anybody. The eight yes. bit one. He's you know? not selling shirts to you though, just so you know. He's selling it. Yeah, I know. Twenty thousand shirts but every I mean, night to eight year old no, kids. Cena's great though. Yes. Um, okay. Can I pitch you two shirt ideas? Absolutely. And tell me if you like I, w- these. I would love to hear them. Okay. Do you this, sign away uh, oral contract, all rights and agreements, I want, any percentage? I want um, 0.1% of sales. I'll give you a free one. Okay. All right. I'll take that. that that'll probably cover that. Yes. Uh, well, no. You guys sold a lot of money. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, okay. This is a shirt. It, on one side is you in the Spirit Squad, and uh-huh. then one side is you with the, the championship belt. Okay. And then it says... Started as a cheerleader, now I'm here. That's funny. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if he's not into it. He's not into I don't think it's a great shirt. Crossing it off, it's not a great shirt. <clears throat> it's funny. Okay. Because a, a bunch of people used to send me a meme. I've started from the bottom and we're here, and it'd be me either covered in crap as a cheerleader and then like world champ or something. Okay, all right, all right. So I get right. it. All right, what about this? It's a good, more of a good meme than a t shirt. Okay, fine, fine. <clears throat> maybe these are, maybe these two are memes. Yep. This is a picture of you <laughs> in the middle. Is and this then, a, is your room just pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a picture of you. It's okay. There's a lot of red string connecting all yeah. the theories. Oh man. No, no, no. It's me in my garage. I'm talking to my friend. He's not invisible. All right. Uh no. But uh it's you. It's uh Vicky Guerrero, Lana, AJ Lee. You got your arm around all of them, and it says, Your girl's coming with me. Nice. <laughs> what do you think about that? Right. I get no, it. No, okay. It's all right. All right. I'll cross it out. All right. Well, look, I'm. Uh, I only had two t-shirt ideas. To it. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a little disappointed in the ideas. T- <laughs> Those are great. Like I said, great memes. So it'll be over with the kids. I bet that shirt would sell. Though. Your girls coming with me shirt. Especially if it's. If it's if the girls are on there, yeah, those, yeah, they're those, on the shirt. Those, those ladies. But then I guess you gotta you gotta cut them in on the on the merch. Yeah, maybe it's my. All shirt. right, all right. Well, listen, I'm not good at making t-shirt ideas. The, uh, to be honest, uh, yeah. they were just I just thought they were funny. Yeah, more than t-shirt ideas. As long um, as you thought yeah. they were funny. Uh, do you think we co- do you think that, do you think that we covered everything? I, I mean, not everything. Do you no. feel like I think there was we have something the door, you I think to the say? door's open for an, a part two, obviously. Well, the door's always open here, yes. and you can kick it open, super kick me, and leave. Yeah, you can always do that. It. Yeah, and you have super kicked me before. I have, which super is you. fucking amazing. Because uh, well, in this building, I believe it was in this building, and it was one of the <laughs> best experiences of my life. Because I go to you, I go, look, um, so look, you just tell me when it's coming up, and uh, and I'll I'll duck down, and then you're like, dude, I got this. Yeah, and then we got up there, and then it, you kicked me. It happened in a flash. You didn't come close to hitting me, but it looked like you hit me, and you. There was a noise. The, the and, art of being there. It was I'm, fucking I'm glad amazing. You, I'm glad you brought that up. It was amazing. It was pretty cool. Uh, I was happy doing it because it was UCB. And it was yeah. you, so it was fun and cool anyway. But there, there's a little bit of a there's a 
couple little lost art pieces to our business that I try and get whenever I can. And there's a couple different ways of getting pinned, pinning someone, and little things in between moves that uh, we'll get into some other time. But a little lost art of making it look like you crushed someone and just a little wind blows by their ear, you know? Who, who are wrestlers who are good at that? You? Uh, I, I, I can't think of anyone who's bad right now. Are you now. jumping on the Vader train, you're saying? like, uh, Or that's Big, too extreme? Well, I don't no, know no, what no. that means. You know what I'm saying? But, but Vader said that thing about, like, he watched that Ricochet-Osprey match and oh. um, and was like, that's too much. It's acrobatics. It's not wrestling. Um, but it's Does that factor into what I'm saying, or am I taking a leap? No, not really. It doesn't, but also I get it. Like You can, like, I think Jim Cornette's awesome and a genius, but he wants a, a, he probably longs for the Smoky Mountain wrestling times, and, like, you can either... Like get with the new program, you know, or get not, you know. And sometimes people want to see some twenty-minute spot or something. Uh, I don't specialize in that, and uh, no, that's not my thing. I re- I really uh, focus on story when I can, and I'm such that that is where there's a handful of guys who go, okay, I can do this one thing, and then you'll do this one thing, and then we'll go home, and then I go, how about we get to this? So later when I try this, you get like I love that story part because not only is it a lost art from old timers telling me. I know when I hear people putting things together that it's like, ah, oh, I wish, I wish the story was more important. But sometimes on a TV show, the story is not that important. Sadly. Yeah, I think I know. I I but know what it. you're. I know what you're talking about. I see it. I'm trying to think of other guys who. Yeah, but it, who it also that. depends. But, I could also go, hey, we got. Oh, we lost the four minutes that we had, and we have thirty seconds. Hit me with this chair in the face, and then everyone yeah. will remember that. You know what I mean? You also have to say the good, the bad. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, look, we're gonna we're gonna stop. Because we have to, okay. we're gonna op- keep the door open for part two. Even though I, you know, I can keep going forever. Right, I know. I can keep going forever. It's annoying. Yes. Frankly, I'm annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, thanks for coming in. There's very you, you answered a lot of questions for me that um, I thought I would be, I don't know, almost embarrassed to ask because the, you're the business of wrestling. I'm watching it forever, but I still feel I'm so um, I'm an outsider to it. Right. And there's elements of it that it has that magician thing. To it, of right. like you don't ask, you don't ask this, and then on top of that, it has the WWE is ran in such a interesting, right? You know, uh, but sometimes you don't want you don't want to know all the magic. Yes. you know what I mean. So I don't you know don't. where that line is. Yeah. So thank you for making this easy on me. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's that's my job, making things easy for people. That's right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> hey, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to get out there? I think I just confirmed uh, this morning actually that I. Uh, I'll be um, opening for Sarah Tiana at Stand Up Scottsdale for a whole weekend at the end of April. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. That's great. So all of a sudden, I got to get So ten- you'll do I those gotta, spots? I, I offered gotta, you a spot last week. I know. You didn't take it. I still don't have, I don't have it down. I got notebooks and I got run on things and I got paperwork all around my house and I'm going around my backyard. But I did that and I said, yeah. you know what? Now, now I got to do it for real. So That's I'm, well, I'm very you, excited. Also, it's in my my hometown the couple days right before I fly out. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll 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 let you off the hook. But after that day, if I got that 15 minutes down, I can't wait to hit your stage, bro. Yeah, totally. And when I you, feel so crappy turning you down when I'm so excited to get up there for five minutes. And if I don't have it, I don't want to. Like, it's one thing to learn and pull off stuff, but if I just have notebooks and no semblance of a set. It really bums me out because I I take it seriously and this isn't some. But UCB is, like I saw it on TV, so I want to go friggin' do it. Like I'm a nerd, so I want it to be good and and crafted well. I get it, I get it. But UCB is also you remember it is where people 
cultivate their Try material. Your stuff. Even though I know to you, you're not on it all the time. So you're right. like, oh, when I'm there. It's about you getting know? reps. It's like when I get in the ring, I'm like, I got to bring, you know, I got to do my mania spots. Yeah. Yeah. I bring the heat, bro. My moon's all. Hey, oh, one last thing. And then we're gone. Oh. Can you tell other wrestlers to do my podcast? Uh, sure, buddy. <laughs> who who, who, who would you tell? like? Who would you like to have? I would like. Oh man, Hulk Hogan. Okay. I would like Hulk Hogan. I would like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I would like The Rock. Well, I feel I like, like you and Austin could do a little trade. Yeah. Well, I'm a big get for him. Yeah. Um, I I was texting with um one of the, one of the. <laughs> Is this like the, your your friends at Saturday Night Live drop that you uh, did earlier? No, Who no, were you no. texting with? That sucked. What that independent sucked. wrestler were I you su- texting with? No, I was texting with a WWE superstar. That your brother put me in contact with, nice. you know, a female wrestler. Whoa. And, and she, she was going to come in, but then I emailed WB for approval, and they never got back to me. And uh. then, uh, um, she live in the state? I don't know where she lives. Wow. I don't think so. Interesting. But um, yeah, so you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how it works or whatever. But anyway, no, no you thank you for coming in. Um, yeah, people that should thank me more. No, you deserve it. You deserve it. All right, oh now we're, we're just going on. Yeah, hey, it's enough. Tell your friends about the podcast. Spread the word. Follow me on Twitter at D Black Attack. Um, <laughs> join in our Facebook discussion, comedians of wrestling. Uh, don't be jerks. You know what would <laughs> help your uh, Twitter account? Yeah, is if you would tweet more. I know. I don't tweet that much. All you do is take a little break from writing down. I'll do a, a, a couple pages in a notebook, sitting outside, and then I'll go inside and I'll go. Hey, one of these might work as a joke, and then that—that's my open mic. That's where I try a bit. Yeah, man. Well, what, what do you fucking know about Twitter? How many followers you have? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, like two million. It's, still, it's spinning, like it's spinning. <laughs> it's too, no, I was gonna I laugh, but it's more than that. No, no, yeah. two and change. Oh, I'm sorry, two and change. No, no, no. I know. I should. I should tweet more. I guess because I, I, I go. I, go I thought I was following him. I'm like, oh, I am. He just doesn't do anything. I'm like, that's fine if you don't. But it, that's how you. That's how I get the word about. Like, hey, I'm gonna do this show Friday night with my brother at the Pax Theater, and he goes, okay, and I tweet it out there, and it gets some butts and seats. So that would get your podcast out there. I bro. know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Simple I know. business. I'll tweet about this. It's free. You, you'll tweet about Twitter's this. free. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just, I'm a live performer, my friend. I'm a live performer. I, I know, I know. We're, we're getting better about social media, right, Zig? No, not you. The yeah, other, the other one. I know. I know. You told me earlier. Yeah, yeah we got a whole plan. We got a whole strategy. We have. A, we, have we got a lot, there's a lot of things. Great in the business pipeline. model. A lot of things. Do brewing. you guys have an IPO brewing pretty soon? The IPO. There's a red herring. There's a. <laughs> there's a, a lot. Whatever business terms. There's a Wall Street. I don't know. A lot. A lot. A lot of stuff. Bulls, happening. bears. <laughs> Bulls, those things. Bears. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's a market. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, and with Trump, you know. So uh, hey, it's uh, my portfolio has never been stronger with Dolph. President Trump. Yeah. Nick. Yes. Thank you for coming here. Yeah, Appreciate you got it. it. Thanks for having me. All right. Keep Let's watching. Go watch wrestling. some comedy. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.